0: In the beginning, there was nothing. Then there were comic books.
1: Once you enter our world, there is no escape. Comic Exposure begins in 3, two, 1. Welcome to the Comic Exposure Podcast. My name is Josh Buckley. And... My podcast, Shy Halud. My my podcast, Sleeper Who Has Awoken. My podcast, uh, Leonzel Garib is the one, the only.
0: I'm a Spice Man. Travis Rats here.
1: All right. You are on the Comic Exposure Podcast with – well, you're not on it, but you're listening to it. We want to we say thank you for tuning in on the Comic Exposure Podcast. We dive deep into graphic novels or trades, or like on an episode like the one you're joining, for, joining us with right now, we talk about what's going on in the world of nerddom. And this is an episode that I have been waiting a mm-hmm. long, long time for, Travis. A long, a long, long, long time, time,
0: time in a galaxy far away for.
1: It. I it would feel like it feels like this is the year 10171, and, and we're talking finally <laughs> about <laughs> this book. Uh, and we're talking about the film, <laughs> the book, and the original mm. film, Dune. Uh, dune, and, uh, Travis, Dune, Dune. I am I am glad that you you've stepped foot Dune.
0: well, dip toes,
1: dip, dip toes,
0: toes dip into toes. the Dune world,
1: into the Dune world. And so here is the problem: this Dune is probably my favorite media thing. And I cannot explain to you why. I if someone asks me why I like it uh, as much as I do, I am gonna I have can't to. Explain. That was
0: my first question, Josh. Uh, no, now, so I'm not. I'm not here talking about Dune. There's a lot of things I like about Dune. This isn't about me, Josh. We're gonna talk about my experience with Dune. And don't give me that look because I have great things to say about Dune. I'm excited. to <laughs> <laughs> to get to uh to talk with you about this book in fact i was really pushing this podcast i'm like let's do dune let's get let's 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 yeah. let's get it out there i wanted you to, to squeeze out all that dune juice you got in here yeah,
1: all the spice i was gonna squeeze yeah. like, arrakis right now he
0: like here's josh right now you've been yeah. living for several decades in a hydration suit and yeah, all I, I your Dune love been has been self love, where you've just been recycling your own Dune love back to yeah. yourself for you. Yeah. How's yeah. this analogy going, Josh? You see how it's I, good? I, I, it's okay. good. It's, I and like now
1: I, I I wear my boots slip fashion, so I get all of everything in it.
0: Yeah, and now you get to you get to rip off that thing and just squirt all that Dune juice all over all, all of us. Okay, I went all a right. little. All right, all right. We'll, we'll yeah, take it back. It we'll put little, it back. It went a
1: little right there. Okay, so I, um. We're going to talk about the new movie starring Timothy Chalamet and uh, Zendaya, and a whole bunch of other people in it. Aquaman's in it, uh, and so is um, Thanos Drax, is in it. Drax is in it. Drax is in it. Lots of lots of people are in it, uh, and all. Uh, and we're going to talk. We got a little Mary bit about- Jane.
0: We got Drax. Yeah. We got Thanos. <laughs>
1: I don't know what Timothy Shamalama Ding Dong was in who, before. Who it. played
0: the uh uh the uh these names. The Baron? Sure. Yeah, uh the who? Baron. Uh
1: that was the guy who plays the uh Doctor and Thor? Scientists. Yeah, the Doctor yeah, Okay,
0: in Thor. so we got a lot yeah. of superheroes in this in this in this
1: one. So I so um here's Travis has uh only read probably just about where this new movie ends is about where you were right at, right
0: and i've watched yeah an hour of the original
1: an hour of the original and they come
0: and watch all the 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 new movie
1: all of the new movie. but Which i was can of start story.
0: can i start with you josh i'm gonna take the ball yeah. give me that ball yeah give me that ball it's yours all it's right i'm trying to take it right? all right here's what i want to know josh you said that you can't define it now I can't. but you you started reading You read the Dune series. How old were you, you think, when you first read the Dune series? And how did it get into your hands?
1: So my mom is like a nerd, right? Like, she likes Star Trek and Star Wars. And that's where I watched. Like, I watched The Next Generation, and I watched all the Star Trek movies because of my mother. Like, Wrath Mm -hmm. of Khan and all that stuff as I was a kid. We lived in the middle of nowhere in the woods. We didn't have cable. So we watched a lot of movies. And when it would snow or when it would be like a really rainy day, we would do like movie marathons. We'd watch like three Star Trek movies or whatever it was, uh, which is probably still why I like to do that as an adult. I'm like, oh, let's just stay inside and let's watch all the Lord of the Rings. Yeah. Arizona is right? a good place for that. Yeah, it's too freaking hot. So <laughs> I, but I, I watched the movie, the original movie um, with. Like as a kid, I couldn't tell you what age, but I was probably in mm, six, seven, six, seventh grade, somewhere in there, right? Like that middle school age, like at the same time that I discovered The Hobbit, the same time that I discovered like reading fantasy and sci-fi. The same time
0: you discovered yourself, your body. Yeah,
1: all around all around that time. (laughs) Uh, But I don't remember the first time I read the book, but I know that I read the book probably again in junior high, right? like were
0: you reading it at school did you like go to like did you have like a big because that's a thick book did you ever is. did you ever like uh go to like no, this corner uh, of the lunchroom and read your dune and no, eat your carrot sticks
1: i would never read a book in school yeah in like junior high like that i was not that even kid. if it was assigned to you no like <laughs> i oh i did you know i was talking to i was talking to somebody i'm like look i got through junior high with reading without reading any of anything those books. yeah any of those books did I? What's the the rats of Nim or whatever yeah. it is? No, I didn't read that. A I just, separate I what?
0: Was, oh, peace.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was just able to sort of play with the when people would talk about it in class. I could go like, oh yeah, I really like that part too, especially because it felt tense, right? I yeah,
0: could, the conflict was oh. Mm, just yeah,
1: I could. I was the kid who could do that, which is, I, which I know pisses teachers off. I'm, I'm a teacher. Can I
0: tell you yeah. something that I did? And I'm yeah. an English teacher now. And we all did that. We all did exactly yeah. the same thing, Josh. I remember in the summertime, I'd get my summer readings, and we would go to the mall a lot in the summer because we just didn't have balls. Where we, we grew up, and I would yeah. beeline it for the the uh, Walden's bookstore, and yeah. I would go to the Cliff Notes section. And each time we go oh, to the yeah. mall, I'd just get a little bit further into it. Wouldn't buy them because my mom's like, "You're not buying Cliff Notes." So it's sitting and, and, sometimes she would come into the bookstore, and I'd have to like hide in the bookstore a while. <laughs> I was reading <laughs> the Cliff Notes to, That's you funny. know, whatever um, uh, Hiroshima or something like that. Yeah, you know?
1: but I, I can't, I can't explain why I look. It's the things that I love. I love politics. I love sort of. I love science fiction, and, and I you love, love Apple I love a science fiction that doesn't. I love world building. I love a science fiction that says a bunch of words that don't that don't make any sense to you, mm-hmm. right? Like there's like, uh that's that's my thing, and I do and like philosophy and all of that. It's mm-hmm. fun to play around with. I like the idea that you know you haven't you've only watched really half of the first book. You're yeah. only like two thirds of the book in there. Like, I like the story because Paul isn't really a hero. He's not, right? Yeah. Like, as it plays out over three books, the first three books, he's not a hero. He's not a guy you He's not the, what do we call it? The messiah? The yeah, Muadib? no. Mu'a yeah. Muawadib yeah. Muawadib Wadib. Lanz al <laughs> uh, the one from the outer world. Uh, uh, he'll know your ways. Uh, like, born to them. Uh, so, like, I... I can't explain to you why, but I have read the first three books multiple times. I've read the first six books through twice. I went through a phase where like grace, when grace was little, she used to, she used to read a ton and we'd go to the library all the time. So I've read most of the prequels. Gotcha. Most of the, like that is son wrote, right? Um, Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. So I've read those things that his son wrote, um, Cause like, I don't know what it is. It's just fun to play in that world. I think it's fun. So I want to like, I've, I've talked about Dune ad nauseum on this podcast. I know I've brought it up a bunch of times. As I look at my uh, Dune number one Marvel comic that I have up here with the Senkevich like art on it. I love it. Um, I have a Dune like post like picture and a little thing right here. I have a sandworm on my desk. I have a, a pretty beautiful copy of Dune above me. And then there's the first three books, a 70s, like uh, with a slip cover for the first three books on my like on a coffee table out in the living room. I'm in. I'm in it. But you, sir, I kind of had to drag you into it. You've tasted three pieces of
0: it. Yeah, I'll I'll be honest. I don't think I would have. So Dune, Dune is that thing We talk on this podcast a lot about like our comic book holes that we have to fill. And these are things that being growing up uh, in nerd culture and being adult nerd culture, these are always things that are kind of orbiting around us. And most of those things like I'm going to grab that, you know, like like I'm like I'm on a a gravity free space flight and like Tang is flying around me and I'm just grabbing things and consuming them. And Dune was always one of those things that was always around. I. You, it's funny you mentioned the library, because I feel like Dune was very much a library VHS tape that was always yeah. there when you could go to the library and check out free tapes. Dune yeah. was always there. Uh, and it. there was this sense of, I never really knew what it was about. I knew it was kind of, I knew it was, a. I guess as a kid, I was like, it's royalty in space, is what I thought it was. Yeah. It was a royalty yeah. in space story. Um, and... Then as an adult, I would always go to the bookstore and you see that big Frank book about, you know, like it's thick and I'm like, oh, I don't know if I want to get into this. This is this is a, a bit intense. Uh, and I would pick it up and I'd open it up and I would read the language. i am like, ah, maybe I'll get doing this time and I'll pick it up and I'll read the language. And I'm like, oh, it's a little stilted. It's a little stilted in this. So it, I was always like one. Yeah. I, there's many times where I have put a copy of Dune in the wrong section of a bookstore because <laughs> it traveled with me and then it ended up in like the self-help section. <laughs> yeah.
1: And I think for me, the reason why I the reason why I grab the reason why I liked the book so much is as a kid, Dune was my like, I don't know what it was about why I liked that movie so much as a kid, as a ten-year-old or nine-year-old, or however old I was when I watched it. It may be that it was giant sandworms. It might be like the idea of like being a young man like oh I could I could rule right it's like I couldn't tell you what it was um, but I think having such love for that movie is why I read the book right (laughs) Uh, and why I got into the book and then I probably read that at the right age and so it's just you know? yeah
0: and you were like there wasn't a lot there wasn't the the amount of stuff there is now i mean of course there's always no. been sci-fi and fantasy especially coming out of the 70s but nothing as celebrated as that you had star wars and you had dune we're like and star trek we're like the yeah. three big properties if you were into that and so there well, were a lot think, of like
1: you you could read a bunch of isaac asimov I ender's game are, and stuff yeah, like that right. yeah And, you know, I've never read Ender's Game. And that guy, I heard that Um, guy's kind of a dirtbag, so I've never, I've never, as an adult, I'm like, oh, I should read that. And I'm like, oh, he said some pretty uncool things. I guess I'm not going to read it. I had
0: a a professor at ASU where I took my novel writing class from, and I had him for a couple of classes. Paul Cook was his name. And he was a sci-fi writer. He had a couple of books. I read some of his his books. That's not bad. But he went, he studied uh, with... um, uh, the Ender's Game guy, oh, I can't remember his uh, name Card. now. Card? Or- Orson Scott Card. Yeah. Um, and he was like, this guy is a jerk. I hate this guy. Like, he was like, this guy, he would talk so much trash about Orson Scott Card, <laughs> who is so much more successful and ultimately a better writer than than my professor and so then I was like I got to read Ender's Game because like he's selling this book to me. I got to know why he, like he hates this guy so much and it was just kind of like jealousy or whatever it is, but it was yeah. it was funny on there. So I'm going to get into this book. Um so uh, I, I, I about a year ago it must have been I sat down and with this book and I read through and I read for about the the first half. My intention was to finish the whole thing and we were going to do a whole Dune podcast uh, about it. Uh, and I got through about half of it and I didn't stop because I wasn't involved with the book. I just stopped because it was taking me a while to get through and there's other things that I wanted to consume. Yeah. It took me a little bit while to get through it, not in a bad way, but just because the language is a little bit this and the appendix alone i mean i'm trying to keep track of the names and the planets. it's
1: very like game of thrones exists because of a book like
0: this this. is my point so i have read the game of thrones books and i've watched the series and i feel like that is going to be kind of like my my go-to analogy between the the book dune and the new version of dune like the game of thrones books are very much a closed courtroom drama with moments of of Battle that is briefly glanced over in the books, or like a dragon will appear. And what the producers of the series did is like there's that courtroom feel to it, but they right. they really uh, expand any right. slight moment of action gets like oh it's a paragraph in the book, it's five minutes on the screen, uh, and which is of course a smart move to do, yeah. uh, but also. Even when I think about that, it is, you know, Dune's going to be everywhere now. I think this movie is going to hit a chord with, with people of all generations. I guess
1: it's the, it's the best Warner Brothers through this whole pandemic thing. It did better than Godzilla. Like, it's their biggest th- Right and we're now.
0: starting to see that with movies. The more movies that are coming out, it's like, oh, this is the best in uh, Corona. And yeah. then next week, this is the best. You know, it was, you know, Venom, then Bond, and then, you know, whatever it is, and then this one. Yeah. Uh, but I, I don't, it doesn't take away from it's a movie. It's a great movie. Um, but I wonder uh, how many, you know, 14 year olds are like, Dune freaking rocks. And they read the book and they're like, what is this? It takes patience. It takes, yeah. it, it really is, for me, this book is. The book itself is, if you if you had to do a litmus test to whether you are a uh, sci-fi fantasy fan, Dune's a good litmus test because it does take a certain skill set as a reader mm-hmm. to get into that book. Now, if you started off like on the Chronicles of Pierre Dane or uh, the Chronicles of Narnia uh, and kind of got through theirs and, and uh, then Lord of the Rings, you might have a good foundation to get into dune but without that without that kind of okay let me have patience and understand that these words and these things are going to appear again and if i keep reading eventually they'll make sense then you got it but for a new reader into that world it can be a quite a difficult task Um,
1: yeah it's a a lot of names and a lot of things that aren't really explained and a lot of throwaway stuff you're like because of the butlerian jihad we don't right or the orange catholic bible and you're like what the hell's the orange catholic bible right and i think in the movie i, I mean l- l- let's tra- let's transition to that talk i want to talk about the new movie and then i want to talk about the the hour you got into the old movie uh, the the new movie really does what you just said it takes that idea of look there is not a lot of action in the novel Frank Herbert has a tendency to have really, 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 really long story. And then the last chunk of the book is super fast, 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 battle, battle, intrigue, fight, blah, 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 blah. And then the book ends. The next book, like build, 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 pull it back, build, 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 build. Big action piece, action, action. But it all that action happens in the like the last tenth of the book, maybe, right? And and he does that happens over and over again in all of his books there's a lot of illusions to battle or there's a lot of like, and then this happened and they did this and they did a really good job of going like, okay, we can't make a two hour movie without two set without two action set pieces. Mm -hmm. We cannot do it. You can't make a movie that long without that happening. So they give you two action kind of set pieces, right? They give you the, like that. I mean, it's one battle, but they kind of break it into, two pieces, right? The initial sort of action when the Baron attacks, you know, with all of his forces, and then you get the escape, and then you get the next little escape action-y piece, right? And then you you get some training, some training
0: exercises, some, you know, uh, assassination attempts, so there are some small pieces in there, but what you get that you don't get in the, uh, as much, uh, listen, uh, we'll talk about the original movie in a little bit, Uh, but um, yeah, so I, I, here is what I, I like about Dune is I read the book and the major scenes that stood out to me were the scenes that the taffy was pulled yeah. in in the movie. The, the box scene, of course, the original training scene with the shields up and that dialogue yeah. was pulled. It's funny that the dialogue from the book, the, the, major, remember, the, the major dialogue that I remember was pulled for both movies, yeah. uh, like directly from the text. Uh, which yeah. is really cool to see that's just like, oh, these are so it seems like a real to me it seemed like a really long the book seemed like a really long story with some major awesome highlights yeah. and uh, a, a lot of stuff in between. And both movies were like, let's let's pull the taffy on the on these highlights. Uh, so for me, some of the highlights of this dune story that were in multiple um, renditions of it were again, that box scene is dope. That's like a, a such a cool test oh, yeah. of of strength. You have to. Right? yeah. Um, I also like all the the suit stuff, uh, you know, where I love the explaining of the world of dune. Uh, yeah. and they do that in different ways in the both versions of the movie. But I love this sense of, uh, especially as a traveler, we're going into this new environment. Here are the rules yeah. for survival. And I love fremen. this sense that there's this native people. Well, how the native people survive. How the freemen, yeah. uh, fremen. fremen, which yeah. are freemen. Uh, uh, how do the Fremen do it? And how can we, how can we go native and adapt uh, on here? So I love all that stuff. I love the, the world building he does there. And I'm not mad at it. It's some of my favorite, favorite stuff. And when I look at the book, what made it separate from like a Star Wars is the pace obviously, but yeah. Dune has so many there are no likable characters in this fuck no. in this freaking book, no. man. It is like it's like Richard the Third, man. It's
1: it's just <laughs> no nobody's like, the only one like there's no one that is Duncan that is maybe fully Yeah, Duncan, but I mean, spoiler alert, he dies yeah. in in you know before the end of the first book, right? Yeah. Uh spoiler, spoiler alert, he'll be back. Uh, yeah. Maybe uh, in book, yeah, maybe in book in book three he comes. Up.
0: You don't cast a Jason Momoa without some intention of like, can we get this guy back in here? He might come yeah. back earlier in the movies, Josh. <laughs> uh,
1: maybe, but uh, so I I think for me it ends up I think I, I agree with you. I think the I thought this is the most beautiful version of it that I've seen. Right? Um, I you know I I really like the I like the David Lynch the original one. I like this sci-fi mini-series one, uh, but this is just incredibly visually stunning. Right? There's no, I. If the dude, or dude, I say dude, but if if the person who like did the costume design doesn't win some sort of award, I don't care what it is, give them whatever. Uh, that's 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 a crime if the the score if if the score doesn't win an award if the costume design doesn't win an award there has been a travesty that's taken place this is the most beautiful version of dune it's like a terrence I, like, malick film it's just gorgeous even if you're like story's okay holy shit does it look good right as comic book guys as guys who read comics a lot there are stories where you go like I love that story, but man, the art was fantastic. It right? is.
0: It has a very Lawrence of Arabia vibe, where it's yeah, just these scoping yeah. se- sequences. And Lawrence of Arabia, the story itself is it's a bit slow at times. It's longer than it needs to be, but it's the time of the the story takes place coalesces very well with the scope of the visuals. So yeah. it's like if you were going to have like an hour and a half Dune film and have these epic you know scenes you wouldn't have time to sit in that environment long enough right. to give that feel to it and which i think is really important yeah. you the right. length the length fits the the visual aspect of this text
1: yeah um and i i think like and really it is a big book and it is a dense book so i don't it you have to change stuff and shorten it in order to turn it in a into one Three hour, two and a half hour movie, whatever the original one is, right? Uh, that night, 1980... two hours. Well, I guess depending on what what version yes. of it you. If you, you watch the version that has the incredibly unnecessarily long intro with paintings, that's you're watching. I don't think I did okay, that's that's the one I I watched. You saved yourself an extra 20 (laughs) minutes of like stuff you didn't need to know. But if you're a nerd and you love Dune, you're like, yeah, give it to me.
0: Give me all the Dune, 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 Dune. Uh,
1: But I mean, like I, I, it was absolutely gorgeous and great actors that, did you mention that you've watched this three times in a week? I did. I haven't watched, but Mm -hmm. yes. So I watched it by myself on Thursday night on HBO i watched it again uh i think v- gabby and renner i don't know where they were at but i was home by myself or i was home by myself or renner was upstairs i'm like i'm gonna watch it again gabby's at a football game or whatever where are
0: you at i got two do movies and i'm home alone
1: right? <laughs> uh, and then gabby and i watched it as like a tv show because like a two and a half hour movie for us when we get home from work or whatever, it's just not going to happen. So we watched an hour of it, an hour, maybe forty five. Do, do you think? Do you
0: think if they gave it like this this continuing budget, this would have been like a like? Could you do like the whole book as a a, a ten episode hour long I series?
1: I think that's what they originally had planned. I thought when they were kicking around when the rights reverted back to. Uh, the Herbert family in order to sort of turn it into a property again. Mm -hmm. Um, I think those were the original discussions was to do a a, a prestige series with it, right? Mm -hmm. Like an HBO style series with it. I think that is a fantastic I think that's it is a Game of Thrones type of story, right? So mm-hmm. it works really well in that. But if you're not, especially going to do with that, all those
0: extra books, you can go eight right. seasons, no problem. Yeah,
1: and if you're not going to do that, this is kind of I think two big movies to get Dune to see how it sits, and then you can play with the property. Maybe yeah, the only
0: movies. thing is the Dune endurance, like like you know, in six yeah. years, if they get to book the second half of right. book two. Are people still going to be interested like you can't really have a miss in there
1: right that's yeah. the problem right yeah. that's a problem with doing it as a, as a movie because they're doing the second half the second half got greenlit. Mm-hmm. it is two right. years from now october 2023 um gabby's never watched the original one with me mm-hmm. like she's seen bits and pieces of it but has never sat down and watched it with me it's one of those things where she's like that's your movie i can't i can't watch that right uh, it is the, the original Dune is the one I watch when I'm sick. Like, it's like my, it's like my comfort food. It's my mm-hmm. Campbell's soup, right? Like give me some saltines, some Verners, and that bad boy. And I'm good. Some Vernor hook socks. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, uh, I, so let's
0: original Dune, s- original Dune. All right. So no, I let's, watched, let's, go no, let's
1: wrap, let's wrap up the conversation on the new movie. Are uh, after watching it, do you want to see the second half?
0: I I think this is, this is, it's the only Dune that I finished. And I haven't finished it yet because I'm I'm the exact same way. Maybe that's what I'll do. Maybe I got two years to finish the second half of that book. And I was, I wanted to go back into the book, but I'm like, Shh, I don't remember all that stuff that happened. But now this movie like is kind of yeah. the Cliff Notes version of that. Yeah. So I, I can, I, li- I literally left it right where it is. Maybe I left the book a little bit before because he hadn't won the battle Oh, with, with the fremen yeah. yeah
1: yeah, um but yeah i I think um so so you want you want yeah, watch i'm
0: in i'm in i'm i'm yeah. in uh I'll, I'll give you my final thoughts on dune after we, we we complete it as far as what I think of it as a franchise, yeah, uh, yeah. well, I'll talk about it right now, I think that to me, dune is uh it's so nostalgic for a certain generation. The old school geeks, right? When there was, yeah. it wasn't as much out there. And now they get this back done in the most masterful way. And it is yeah. done very masterfully. And they put a lot of love and a lot of time and a lot of money into this. And it shows. Yeah. It's a good sci-fi movie. My only th- thing is, is with so much IEP, so much property out there, yeah. it's yeah. It, it just becomes like, are we resurrecting something and putting bows on it because of the nostalgia factor to it? Or does this story deserve to be told again at this time? And I think with this movie, I think it's, it's a it's a toss-up to me. Uh, it's like, okay, if I came into this, this is kind of the sci-fi epic, could we have just done an original sci-fi epic? Could we have put this money into original sci-fi epic? But you couldn't have put that money into think, it. No one's going to invest it in it. No one's going to yeah, invest that- in it.
1: All we do is we turn loved properties into things. Yeah, I mean, I I mean, you look at a movie like *Tenet*, right? Fantastic director, really interesting story. It looks like a car commercial the entire time, like it's filmed like a car commercial. Mm. But it's it's a really beautiful kind of movie. Um, But it didn't do well. Yeah, and and we could we could blame COVID or we could blame whatever. But in reality, like. It's not like it sold a bunch that people were watching it that way. Yeah. And I don't think even that Chris Pratt, even
0: that Chris Pratt one that came out that were Amazon. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I, it's, it's tough to tell how it did They can fudge their yeah. numbers, but you're just like, yeah. I don't hear anyone talking about it.
1: Right. So I think, I mean, I think it's hard to do original properties one, because how do you get the backing to spend money on it and do it well? Right. There's a reason. And I think it's also like, look, Game of Thrones did so great for HBO and it's an adaption of a giant book series you have a property that that you can skim good pieces of you have a property that you can take the best pieces of it and cobble together you can make it lean and mean and expand the good parts and shrink the parts you're like well that's kind of a tough slog in the book but I I wonder if like because there's so many
0: uh, sci-fi like stories out there and, and series out there I wonder, like, Game of Thrones was one of those things where it had its very cult following, but it was and in the fantasy world, it was was a big series, but it wasn't, like, in popular mainstream the way Dune was. Like, it wasn't orbiting the the thing of it. So I I wonder if, like, well, okay, let's go and pick something that has some meat on the bones that hasn't already been picked at
1: yeah I think that's the one I think the reason why you're able to make this movie is because the original dune movie is panned so
0: is it much oh wow
1: yeah it's not it's very sort of like it's a cult movie right it is not it was not successful I think it must have been super uh,
0: expensive I was really impressed with with the scope
1: like his, his he hates the film yeah. It's like the one movie he hates of his own stuff. So let's let's talk about let's talk about the original. You watched the original one, uh, an hour. What did you that. think about? It? You got an hour into it. Yeah. What did you think? it? Uh,
0: after like pugs were coming up, I was like, "This is a, the pug was adorable." By the way. Yes. And I and I saw like a little dog next to him when he's in the chamber. I'm like that's a cool dog. And I didn't see it until he's on his lap. My like, little pug in space. Uh, yeah. And so I was really impressed with how the set pieces in this yeah in this movie they were so good and the costuming was really strong as well uh and that was really cool and aside from some of the graphics like the shields uh and things like that that's
1: the best graphics you can get money for nothing
0: someone does need to remix that fight scene into like a cool music video uh like an 80s uh, get a really great 80s pretty much like i si-
1: want my mt yeah or remember the uh remember the cars one that was kind of like that too with the fly you need it yeah
0: you need a car song yeah. or like a like was it dexie in the midnight runners or something like that and get get like that yeah. mix that up cut that up internet uh and so it was really fun i didn't stop watching because i'm like i can't watch this movie i, I stopped watching because i was watching it at 10 o'clock at night and yeah. i was like okay this is this is this you you got to
1: commit to another hour and a half, right? Yeah,
0: yeah. I uh, I I I wanted to one of the things going into it and I was like, where is Sting? Who is Sting? Cuz I didn't look at anything. Yeah. I didn't look at anything on there. Yeah. I knew that Sting's image is associated so much with this. I was very surprised with the character he was playing cuz in my mind I watched, you know, the spaceship scene where there's that blood scene and he's like cackling at the Baron as he's being super super dark yeah. and maniacal. But I was like, the character he is in the book doesn't appear a lot in the book per se. Doesn't in the new movie... He's very second
1: half. Is he Drax? He's
0: he's Drax's character in... Oh, no, no,
1: no. That's Drax's brother. Okay. So, Fade and Raban are brothers. They're the Baron's nephews. Fade is, like, the pretty attractive one. The the Beast Raban is... Was fade
0: was fade in the new the newest version of it? No, no, he's I was not yeah. in it yet. Okay, he
1: will be. He'll be second half because I. I mean, the story is the story essentially goes like you use um, the gross awful one to crush and squeeze Arrakis, and then you bring in the beautiful handsome one to, to rule like, it. Win over the populace, right? okay,
0: that makes sense. That makes sense. And I love all that stuff. Oh, my gosh, and the tooth and the doctor betrayal in the story. I remember that when I was reading the book, being really liking that. Really (laughs) liking that and being like, what what a cool thing.
1: What did you think of all the internal dialogue that's in this movie?
0: Yeah, it's a little bit odd because the way they film it there's no there's no attempt in the filming of it to sync the visual up to the internal dialogue it's just basically kind of like a, a bit of a so the 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 big difference between uh, for me is the the 70s version is s- theater i mean they get all these theater actors like patrick stewart yeah. and stuff to play yeah. these roles so it's it is it brings out that courtroom locked chamber drama of the book much more it's like that's what that movie focused on yeah uh and you see that in the way the actors carry themselves it's all poise no one's no one's taking it's like their note was like this is a, this is a shakespeare play and well you so think for about me, so just that. think
1: about i don't know if you watched the original one if you got to stillgar in the original one right now we've got javier javier bardem coming in and he's very much like you are a guy who's coming into my planet. I don't like you get out of here. But like the one in the, in the, in the 1980s movie is very much like, I'm still Gar, right? Like, yeah, a yeah, very yeah. like,
0: there's no method actors in it. it. There's no, like, I am this character. This is the character's posture. This is the right. character's tics. This is the character's foibles. You know, yeah. this is, I'm trying to bring in some kind of alien accent that's attached to some existing, uh, uh, planet accent. Like I'm the Spanish uh, roguish, uh, dirt desert wanderer. You know, yeah, yeah. But he's still trying to make an alien. So there weren't any ch- there weren't any choices to make it authentic in its otherworldliness in the yeah, acting like, of the original. It it's was an like incredibly yeah, white, yeah.
1: British like film. Yeah, right. It is. It's and it's all it's all
0: stage trained stage trained actors, and so that's what you get this very stage trained performance on there. I mean, you could do that movie on stage. Yeah. if you had enough set pieces you know
1: but i so the i i think the Dune
0: the musical like, would be dope
1: uh, oh i'm in uh so i think dune ends up being this property where like the book series relies a lot on what people are thinking mm-hmm. and david lynch's only way to tackle that in two and a half hours was to just have a shitload of internal dialogue mm-hmm. like oh he probably would hear me he would hear those footsteps Right. right like he would hear them. He is that smart, right? They—he was a lot of, like, telling instead of showing, right? And I heard of, your like,
0: footsteps outside the door. I knew like, it was you the minute you came down the hallway.
1: And, and he's like, oh, he would know that, wouldn't he? And, and And then, like, there's all of these little pieces where, like, you want to know everybody's reaction, but you don't have time to, like learn their reaction you just have to have them say it internally like everybody everybody in in Arrakis who sees Paul they have to be like inside their head they'll go like he will know our ways and he will blah blah right? like they have to like internally do it because there's no way for that like you couldn't think about how you do it otherwise that's the thing I think is missing a little bit in the new one is you just have to like they'll say it in their unless language. unless
0: they are the uh what's this magical Jedi characters called something yeah. they what is Paul and his mom? What are they?
1: Oh, the the uh um, the, Bene-, no, the ben- Bene-, B- Bene Gesserit.
0: The Bene Gesserits are still allowed we're still allowed to have over narration in Bene Jesuits because they can speak to each other. So Paul and his mom talk to each other. Well they, do the, other. Oh, they yeah, do the hand
1: gestures. Oh yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. There yeah. is some over narration. No, there isn't.
1: No, there's none in I like the new hand really I like the hand
0: gestures that's as a way the, to get around the, it.
1: That's in the no, that's in the book. Oh, is so it like okay, that, I remember that. that hand language is in the book their own other language their atreides battle language like their their other tongue you hear it when the in the new movie when the doctor talks to paul he's using like the atreides battle language okay right yeah okay. and so but in the david lynch it's very much like you have to hear what everybody's thinking because that is why they're doing the things they're doing and that's why they're treating like they're like we have to really clue in why everybody thinks paul is a messiah Mm-hmm. So we really got to play up his ability and they don't do that in this one as much. I think they play with his vision more. I think his vision is focused in on more in, in this new movie. I think his being able to see the future is played in more mm-hmm. in this movie. I think the other thing that really comes in, in the new movie is the idea that the Bene Gesserit Bene Gesserit uh, have, have really laid this Messiah plot in Dune and in the book they've laid it everywhere. It mm-hmm. comes up over and over again. There are hundreds of these little stories everywhere so they can use them. So you could land on a planet as a Bene Gesserit and go like, "Oh, I I see this population's religion, it's this one." Okay. I can Got play on that cuz we planted it there over thousands of years.
0: Oh, right? that's really cool. I actually yeah. like that. I like that how it's this big end game setup. Yeah, yeah 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 very cool i i uh no no uh uh i like the fish person in the the original movie in uh, the tank great graphics on that great puppetry great puppets you don't on that st-
1: we don't see them in the new one no you don't see the people who drive the boats who drive yeah. the ships right you don't see them yeah. do that um so what okay so that's that's dune i love it i think you should check out the movie Travis, who doesn't like, you know, couldn't get through the book, liked, the, liked this new film. My Oh, I think, I think,
0: I think, it, I think it is the easiest entry point. And at the same time, respects the original material so much yeah. that you're not getting like, uh, I saw this new version I, of Fahrenheit 451 and they just oh God, changed the whole man. dang story. Uh, um, and so it's not I like was,
1: that. I was really worried that this would over teen movie Dune. That this would oh, be like because of Timothée Ch-
0: Charlemagne yeah,
1: and in Zendaya,
0: and I all just, the Marvel character actors in it, yeah, yeah I, yeah.
1: I felt it would like we were gonna Hunger Games this thing, like it was gonna we were gonna try to take Dune and like l- not take the like,
0: depth, take the depth out of it. But they've set it up where it's like, oh, we have all these pieces. This is slow yeah. setup to it. A teen movie would be like, don't worry about that. You don't need to know that. Here's that. He's got superpowers. Go, 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 go. Yeah. I thought they were yeah. gonna play at the superpower thing a lot.
1: You will probably get more of that in the second half, right? a little more of the weirding way, if you will. Um, So let's, 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 I, my wife who would never watch the movie with me before was like, I have to wait two years for the second one. Mm -hmm. Like, she's like, this is really good. She's like, I don't understand why this is so good. I'm like, okay, so here's, here's what I'm going to try to get her to do. I'm going to get her to try to read the book with me and do a podcast. Of like my husband made me read Dune.
0: <laughs> mm. And we do
1: a Dune, like a chapter by chapter podcast.
0: <laughs> yeah, or at least make a tweet about it.
1: Yeah, yeah. All right. So uh, let's talk. What else are we reading in media? Let's talk what are we Let's What's about
0: uh, fandom? Yeah, so, DC
1: fandom. I've never Dune watched I didn't, the fandom.
0: I didn't watch the Dune and the Fandom. Oh, I love that. This is talking about Gibson, right? Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I um I didn't watch the DC fandom last year. I just saw the trailers from it and kind of read yeah. up about it. This year, I like I streamed it and was putting it on and it was, it was going on. I took two naps during this thing and yeah. woke up and it was still on. Yeah. And I was like, did it just start playing again? And I'm like, holy smokes. So there's some c- cool things that I liked about it. But here's my overall comment. Too much, DC. Too yeah. much.
1: Yeah. Yeah, so here's what I, here's what I, let's, let's, let's highlight a couple things. New Batman trailer.
0: New Batman trailer looks dope. I'm, I'm in, I was okay. in before that, but yeah. like, this, I guess when you measure a Batman Let trailer. Colin,
1: Colin Farrell as, is it Colin Falcone,
0: Farrell? Falcone. Yeah,
1: as, as, as a penguin the Penguin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, he's doing his best De Niro accent, yeah. or his best, yeah. what's the other one? Not, bit, De Niro, but, not De Niro, but, um, not De Niro, but, uh.
0: Uh, Pacino. Yeah, Pacino. Oh, he's, doing oh, uh, he's doing his best. He's doing his best. Pacino, right? D- okay, yeah.
1: It, that's what it, it sounds like. He's doing his best. New York mobster. I right. wa- I watched these. I watched this movie many times. I'm gonna I'm gonna do this voice. Um, I'm in, man. I think fun. that
0: when you when you judge a Batman trailer, you always judge. Uh, there's no such thing as a bad Batman, right? Like a, a, Batman's Batman. And DC's giving you a lot of different forms of Batman this year, yeah. apparently. From yeah. cartoons to right. audio, yeah. audio, whatever it is. But it's always like, when I go into it, I go, oh, this! I'll watch this movie. Of course I'm going to watch it. Or I'm excited to watch this movie. But this trailer makes me think the next level. And this is makes me think this. This has the potential to be the best Batman movie.
1: That's that's I think, I think that's what the,
0: and that the trailer the what it is right now for me looking at that trailer, I'm like, ooh, there's it hasn't given me too much. Right. I you know, I don't quite know what the, the plot is, which is perfect. Right. It's got some good visuals. I like kind of how they're portraying the Batman, I like the, the villains we're singing here, I like the cinematography, I like the approach to it, I like the style. Yeah. This could potential this has the potential. To be the best Batman movie. And I didn't say that about the the Ben Affleck movies. I'm like, oh, that's cool. I'll go see it. But I was never like, this is going to be the best.
1: Yeah. So, okay. Let's keep with the Batman talk and talk the Flash trailer. Mm -hmm. Where we only get the tiniest snippet. The tiniest of Michael Keaton Batman.
0: I had heard about...
1: That's what I'm here for.
0: I I heard... That he was in the the trailer before I watched it, or like there was yeah. a sense of him in the trailer, and I was like, "Oh, okay, I'm watching. I'm like, I'm excited to see it." I didn't realize how much the the bat the back silhouette of the bat in that old costume hit me. Yeah, like you hear about it, and I knew it was coming. Like you get yeah. the back of his head, I'm like, "Okay, I'm gonna get the back of his head," and then you see, you're like, "That is really awe inspiring."
1: Right, it is, and I am super stoked for old. Michael Keaton Batman because he's he's a he's been in a lot of really good stuff and he's a great actor and I'm I I could give two flying fucks about the Flash and like I don't really love as as Ezra Miller what's his name Yeah. yeah he's okay I thought the big, long, giant Zack Snyder Justice League did him way better. I like that version of it.
0: You better yeah. uh, soak up as much Miller as you can, because that kid is definitely going to cancel himself at some point soon. <laughs> you think so? Yeah. I think
1: oh, yeah. Did you, I see think the introduction,
0: did you see the introduction to that trailer?
1: No, I did not. Oh, I did not. God. Okay. Yeah. Um, I, I just think, like, I heard, and I don't know if it's true, but, you know, all the rumors spring around that this is how they wipe away the Snyder, Snyder stuff first. And, mm-hmm. and this is how, what I heard is this is how you get rid of Ben Affleck and you make. Yeah. Michael Keaton, the new Batman, Batman, Batman. for a while
0: until you figure out what, you, what direction you want to go into. It's a placeholder while they yeah. kind of restock the deck and, and find yeah. their vision. It makes yeah. sense. You got a, a gap bat. I call it a gap bat.
1: I like it. I just go like, I don't, and I guess it also lets you maybe bring this. You see how good this new Batman movie does with uh, with Twilight and you go, oh, it's really good. Now that we have the multiverse, let's suck the Flash into that universe. Mm-hmm. Right. If they really like this kid, Flash kid or this is just the way they reset everything. and They go like, OK, can, that's you done. You can
0: always get you can get rid of a Flash like that. It's super easy to get rid of a Flash. It's hard to get rid of a Batman. It's harder to change a Batman in continuity.
1: Yeah. Uh, so okay, we got that. What was the other? Oh, Peacemaker, HBO series. Oh, the fun.
0: I like that. I like. I think yeah. it's. I think it's. I think it's good. It's got a real Garth Ennis vibe to it. You know. I'm gonna uh, tell you what.
1: I really did not like the movie. I know. Um, yeah. Suicide Squad. I didn't like it. But this looks fun because it's a fun TV show, and I can handle it being a fun TV show. But the two-hour movie, I was just like, oh, okay. This is just you're just throwing stuff at the wall." <laughs>
0: Yeah, it looked fun. It looked irreverent. It looked uh, goofy. They described it as like an office comedy mix, mixed with a superhero film, and I was yeah. like, "Oh, that's an interesting, interesting take on it." Yeah. I mean, John Cena is pretty pretty darn charming, um, yeah. and it's goofy looking, and yeah. it looks like they're embracing the goofiness. And I think uh, like
1: that's you have to. I mean, look how much Marvel has embraced the. Let's make it look like the comics. Yes, these characters look stupid, but let's just go for it a little bit. Um, so yeah, I, I didn't what about I don't really care about Shazam. The, oh, Black
0: Adam, Black Adam. I, I mean,
1: I don't care about it. Really. I,
0: I have, I don't, if, if, if I, I, I don't even want to watch another Black Adam trailer. I'm like, I'm good. I, I don't think I'm going to see that movie.
1: Yeah. I don't need to see it. I'll probably just like, I see haven't it because seen when,
0: like the last of three rock movies.
1: Right. Um, I, I don't, I don't need it.
0: I have nothing um, either way against them. I'm not like, oh, that sucks. The rocks. I'm just like, yeah. No, I I go. I don't need to sit for three hours. I know what happens in it.
1: Yeah.
0: Well, I'm gonna miss a couple of maybe cool punches.
1: Yeah. That's what right. do What do I do? It doesn't It doesn't matter to me. Um, and really, I'm looking forward to the uh the J J Abrams Bruce Timm Batman cartoon. I think that'll be fun. Yes. Yeah. Cool, yeah. Good. Good, good. Yeah. And then just a bunch of stuff I don't care about with the CW shows. I'm so far removed from that. I gave up watching a lot me of too. them. I couldn't. I went back. I think over quarantine and watched the crot the last crossover that they did. And that's all I watched. I just Mm -hmm. watched all of the crossover episodes and I was like, okay, I'm good. Right. Like I, I, I'm going to tell you what I, I'd watch the hell out of a green arrow HBO series. I'd watch the hell out of a green arrow, like movie. If they were to do a good sort of street level, green arrowy thing. Uh, but I don't know. I don't
0: I, and the the two ones that pop outside of that are like Doom Patrol and Titans. And I'm not I, I watched like the first couple episodes of Titan years ago. Not for me. I
1: tried to Doom watch it Doom Patrol, no interest. I tried interest. to watch it. I couldn't get into Doom Doom Patrol. I even tried to read it. I'm like, okay, if I couldn't watch it, let me get the let me get Gar is it no, who did it? it wasn't Garth Ennis, it's Warren no, not Warren Ellis. Who's the one who does the why well, I can't remember his name? Grant it? Morrison? Grant Morrison. Let let's read that. Uh, I I just couldn't get into it. Um, so like, I'm like, okay, I don't need every. Every comic book property. Otherwise, there's not a lot that really stuck out to me. Stuff that I'm not, I'm not really concerned about. So let's let's hop to what have you been ingesting nerd wise? Otherwise, to wrap up, what? Well, what I did
0: I did just watch the second season of Lock and Key on Netflix.
1: Okay, uh, how was it?
0: I, I really like that book, Joe Hill. Just to see yeah. our last podcast for big Joe Hill fans here. The first season followed the book pretty, the plot pretty well to the the book. The second season um, uh, takes it in a because I it was like new story, so it was like. It's similar they build they build the world up really well the keys are really yeah. fun uh, the actors you, you you start to you kind of connect with and they're not bad they're not great yeah. they're they're maybe a level above CW uh, it doesn't have the the darkness and the grit and the r ratedness of uh, uh, the oh, book. the books. Yeah. Although it does take you, it, but it's not also. It's also not network TV. It's somewhere in the middle. Yeah. Um, yeah. and so uh, I liked it. I, I went through them maybe in like four days, ten episodes. Right. It, it it told news stories in a world that I like. Uh, so I I, I I give it a thumbs up. Um, I'll I'll forget it in like a week. Uh, yeah. but. But it was fun to but watch. Isn't that
1: media right now? Though I feel like there's so much stuff. That it you're is just like, yeah, I forgot it. Um, I, for me, I tried to watch the new. I tried to watch Foundation on Apple TV, and I look. I love deep sci-fi. It was mm-hmm. super boring. I couldn't was get past it.
0: I don't even vibe. know the premise of it.
1: I couldn't get past the first episode. Um, we tried to watch C. Jason Momoa I watched
0: the first season of that when it first came out
1: I watched the first two like we're like okay there's a new season I didn't we didn't have Apple TV with the first season so I'm like okay let's try it And I'm like uh, I, I everything that I've yeah. I've tried to watch has been has been kind of it's been kind of hit or miss uh, I'm trying to think of like what Gabby and I just watched that we really like you know what's stupid that, we're, that we really like manifest we're like the mm. people are on the plane and the plane disappears and five years later it comes back
0: like mm. It's
1: so melodramatic and so dumb, but we kind of we kind of watch that one. You've been um, watching why you've been watching why? I wa- yeah, we've been watching it, but it's slow going for us, not because yeah. we don't like it, because it's an hour long depressing TV show. Um, so there's not a lot of room for that during the it, week. In the it's House. tough.
0: It's because I love that. We love it. We love that book. Yeah, I love it's, it's, book. A, it's a whole different tone. It's yeah. a whole different tone. That's a road trip. Love story
1: yeah fairytale the book very much a, a
0: political <sighs> dystopian thriller
1: yeah yeah um you know what but uh otherwise i've been i'm reading a new fantasy book right now it's something i can't remember what it's called it's thieves or something like that i'm really enjoying it. it's kind of fun i'm only a couple chapters in um he, you know, let me find out what is. And this is like terrible podcasting, right?
0: Here, no. While you're but. doing that, I'll tell you what I what I just finished. Uh, yeah, I read this uh, nonfiction book called "Searching for uh, John Hughes." Uh, okay, it's about this guy who, for like 15 years, was trying to write this biography of John Hughes, uh, and he had never written written anything. And so he, he came out with this uh, book, and it's about how, in this quest to write this thing about john hughes he discovers who he is as a writer but what i really liked about it is he had the same <coughs> uh more bumps in his childhood but he had the same like he was a punk rocker like that, that was yeah. he talks about using punk to establish his identity and being a poser for a while in that poser culture yeah. until it becomes you and then how that how that influences everything he's done since then Okay. uh and so I really like I really, yeah. really gravitate to that and it made me think I mean you you do that podcast punk rock yeah. classrooms, but more and more am I when I read these nonfiction pieces about uh people that I like or people that I'm impressed with, um how punk rock uh especially like 80s 90s punk rock is in yeah. their roots of everything they do yeah. like yeah. all of these these great people, these great creators of yeah. the last who are now middle age it's 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 crazy how much their foundation is is punk rock
1: yeah uh so the book i'm reading it's called black tongue thief it's a you know a very sort of like kind of crass uh fantasy goblin war but this guy's a thief he owes the thief he's indebted to the thieves guild like a very sort of like Uh, what i've found lately is there's this new crop of like fantasy books that are very much like rock and roll they feel like rock and roll books or punk rock fantasy Mm -hmm. books right there was one that i read last year about like it literally took the premise of a band of like um adventurers and literally in this in this fantasy universe they are treated like rock bands right there's like they they tour they would tour and they would fight monsters in stadiums, right? And cool. Like this old retired Rolling Stones like band of adventurers has to get back together to save his hmm. wife and like it or save a little his daughter. Bit, it
0: sounds a little bit like a Justice League pitch someone pitched earlier. Uh
1: <laughs> It was, but it was very like it. I, there's a couple. I, it's this weird thing, like all again. I think it's these writers who grew up in like metal and 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 punk and stuff like that, really letting that through in what they're writing.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, I really, uh, yeah, it's a good point. Uh, I, you know, what, and this is a long conversation. We'll kind of wrap it up here because I, I I know you got to get out there evening. Uh, but uh, I like it. I think I think the best rendition of that is when you take that punk rock aesthetic and remove the actual music playing yeah. from it yeah uh yeah. and i think that's what is i i think that is the next level like just go one more step don't make them a punk band traveling and doing it but make it like a bunch of like punkers for for lack right. of a better
1: word right right uh and then i i because again i ran out of the six dune books to read i started reading one of the prequel Prequels. trilogies of, over again uh that i ha- I probably haven't read it and i don't does know does he
0: mimic the voice pretty well of hubert
1: yeah yeah i mean his son is writing it with another guy and it's good but it it, you know how like the star wars prequels are very much like and then ooh, this is when we meet this character yeah, right yeah, they're, yeah. they're too they're too it's like remember that thing that
0: you, that you really love that was only mentioned in one sentence well now yeah. it's a big chapter in our book
1: yeah <laughs> but it, like it's it's fun to play in that world but it very much feels like that it very much feels like how can we get these like these two families who were in Dune, the Atreides and the Harkonnens? How about that? They've been feuding with each other. Let's go back to when it started. And like that's back. what they're
0: doing with the Game of Thrones one. Right. They're going back to the Targaryens for the new yeah. series. Right, yeah.
1: Right. Uh, but I like I just wanted something fun to read. So I, I just I finished that Dune book and started reading this one as like a palate cleanser before I pick out whatever else yeah around. you
0: need to like you you're on a big doom kick roll with it i always say roll yeah. with it and yeah. then if it if you sometimes i drop out in the middle of it i'm like i, I get a, i get a build up a bunch of steam about a, a, a property and then i start consuming it and then at some point i drop it and it'll sometimes be right in the middle of something i'm like i'm done you know yeah. it's weird how that works you're just like and i'm good
1: yeah yeah <laughs> uh so yeah man i, I think the next book we probably are going to read. I think we can play our hand a little bit. I think, we're yeah, I think to so. I, I'm committed it. to it. Yeah, we're going to read. Uh, so we both love Ed Brubaker and Sean Phillips are, they are fantastic. They're great. Uh, a fantastic crime, like team, great crime books. And they just released the third book in the series, uh, reckless And so Travis and I, we're going to read all three books and we're just going to do a podcast on the series so far. So if you want to join us, that'll probably be in two weeks or so. Uh, We're going to I've got one of them physical. We're going to do the other ones digital uh, and we're going to read three parts of this reckless story. Yeah. Uh, And we haven't done this in a while. Once I think we did. Why the last man? We read all of why the last man and talked about it.
0: Yeah. Uh, Oh no, we did a con. Well, I guess it was just a big kind of more omnibus. But we did that um, uh, Lucifer.
1: Yeah, that's right. But I I think there's not the whole series though. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. We. I think we did a
1: saga. I think we did an. No, maybe we didn't do a saga where we talked about a bunch of it
0: anyways it's gonna be dope yeah. i'm excited about good. this i'm
1: super excited i love brubaker and phillips i have feels like a, feels read. like a
0: good fall read too yeah. like a good I have november read
1: any of the other books so i'm excited to read all three of them in yeah. one sitting and just like nom, 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 yeah and yeah just get my gluttonous november
0: well like, like apparently like, uh, the main character's last name is reckless so it's yeah it's like gonna be great so, you know it's, it's so gonna be great so it's gonna yeah. be good
1: Uh, So uh, that'll be the the next big episode. And then, of course, you know, in December, we're going to drop our comic book uh, Christmas list, as always, as we do. uh, Dan, Dr. Dan says he wants to read some Ghost Rider. So we're going to find a Ghost Rider to read. Uh, So if you have a Ghost Rider series that you think we should read, uh, send us a message on Twitter or on uh,
0: Facebook. Because you know what, Internet, I see you liking our page. Yeah. I see you liking our page out there. Uh, we're getting a slow roll of of page likes that come out. I get notifications all the time. Someone yeah. new has liked uh, Comic yeah, Exposure. So I say, I see you, Internet. You can send us love a message
1: it. on Facebook. You could uh, you can find me on on Twitter at Josh R Buckley. So if you want to like shoot me a message, and go. Hey guys, you should read this. Uh, go ahead and do that. Uh, you, we want to. We want to know Ghost
0: Rider. We need that ghostwriter. Yeah, we gotta fill that. that Ghost Rider hole.
1: Yeah, like you said earlier, we all have that sort of. We that's what we're trying to do on Comic Exposure is fill our holes with comics Mm -hmm. we've never read. Uh, Or stocking stuffers. Yes, the stuff, our stockings. So thanks for tuning in. You know you can find the show at comicexposure.com, wherever you get your podcast. If you're like, man, I'm listening to this on Apple, but I'm really tired of Apple Podcasts, guess what? We're on Spotify. Or if you're on Spotify and you found it. People are making that
0: shift. People are making the shift.
1: I made the shift. I'm all Spotify for my podcast now. I don't listen to anything on Apple Podcasts. I moved all of the podcasts I was listening to over to Spotify.
0: Messing with our um, algorithm, bro.
1: I am. That's <laughs> weird. Uh, but that's, that's – uh, tell your friends about the show. Share it, all that good stuff. And uh, Travis and I will see you next trade.